Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Oscar fans, we are days away from the Academy Awards. Who's going to win? These guys often know this is Ann Thompson from IndieWire, Pete Hammond from Deadline Hollywood, Tim Gray from Variety, and I'm Tom O'Neill from Gold Derby. And set this thing up. We keep getting befuddled every year, we Oscarologists, by this preferential ballot. So uh, You're asking me to do it? Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. If you vote number one, That's the best way to get your vote across. Do not mess around with it. Do not try to put something you don't like lower down. They count all the one ballots. Then they go to two, (laughs) and that's number one. And then it's actually the other way around. Say it again. You you see? You see? It's impossible. Well, Pete, you're probably a master at this. Yes. Actually, I I I helped some Academy voters. I just was on the phone with another one, second year in a row. They don't understand. Okay. Now I put my favorite film at number two. And I go, no. Well, somebody told me the number two vote counts more than the number one. I go, no. Uh, people still right. don't understand this. What I said is right. You have to put your number one at number, number one, one there, and, and then, use a real preferential oh, that, ranking yes. all the way down to the bottom to because nine. it could be nine. It, it's in, it's on the first ballot that they eliminate the lowest. Yeah, if your number score. one vote is a film that gets the lowest number of votes, um, they're going to eliminate that, and then they're going to look at your ballot again, and they're going to look at your number two vote and add that to the pile of votes for the film that's still in there. So your ballot is still alive and still counting. Could be even more important at that point. If so you they do whittle that. them all down. They keep this process going, 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 going until there's only two left. Yeah. And then the one with the most votes, number one votes wins. The process only kicks in if no film gets 50 plus one, uh, 50% plus one in the first round, which definitely never happens. So especially with nine films. So you're number nine in the end. I mean, it could be it could be the one that wins. Where people make a mistake is if they just say, I'm just going to vote for this movie at number one. I'm not going to vote for anything else. Huge I don't want to help anything else. That is the biggest mistake you can make because then you're risking your whole ballot being tossed out. Correct. The point we're trying to stress here is that the uh, the strong likelihood uh, is that Green Book won Best Picture last year over Front Runner Roma because it had the most, and, and, and just our own vote counts with Academy members showed, it was on every single ballot, number one, two, or three. That wasn't necessarily true of Roma and the competition. So it's the consensus that you need to win. 
Um, and it's the passion that puts um, a movie at, at number one. And, and so this year there are three, I think, mm -hmm, really, mm -hmm. that are going to uh, incite the most Currently, passion. Out of the 25 experts at Gold Derby, 14 say 1917 will win, six say Parasite, four say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and one holdout, Tim Gray, has The Irishman. So take it away, Tim. Take it away, Tim. <laughs> well, the, the reason I, I, I'm, I'm going on a limb, I know, with Irishman, but it seems to me all of us pundits, like in October, we declare a movie to be the front runner. And then the new movies start opening, whether it's American Sniper or uh, The Revenant and blah, blah, blah. And then we talk a lot about it, blah, 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 blah. And then it turns out, no, it was it was the front runner all along. It was it was Spotlight all, uh, all along. It was uh, Birdman. It was Argo all along. But yeah, it was 12 years of winning much. No, but, but, but again, I From think, you know, again, I think, I think a lot of people really liked it. I think a lot of voters, I, th I think the pundits are talking more about the other one. But I think a lot of people like it, and I think a lot of people will put it as, if not number one, as number two, and that, and that could do it for Here's it. the thing with Irishman. It is, among all the nine nominees, the only one with what I call the right bones for an Oscar yeah. win. It's in all the key yeah. categories, acting, uh, picture, directing, screenwriting, cinematography, film editing, et cetera. Uh, the only other movie in all of them that has that same thing you can make that same argument about is Joker. Correct. And uh, oddly enough, both of those are the least talked about as likely. You didn't mention them here Well, that's in the last 17 days. 17 days ago, Critics' Choice said Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was going to win best, one Best Picture. The day before the nominations, that's what I would have said. Yeah. And then the nominations so showed that uh, 1917 yeah. was stronger, that it picked up yeah. more categories than we ever would have predicted. And it is surging at the box office in this way that is making it the film everyone's talking about. The thing they saw most recently, Million Dollar Baby, would be my precedent for this. Or, um, yeah. And it's a picture that actually looks like past Best Picture winners. It's got that kind of feel. It could have a traditional win, actually winning director and picture this year. I'm beginning uh, to think that's going to happen. Yeah. BAFTA is only going to be a uh, fan for the flames. But you're talking about 1917. Yeah. 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 We've yeah. had in recent yeah. years, many uh, years recently, where it's split. Yeah. But yeah. When that PGA and DGA winner in this case. Yeah. Because Mendy's is, it's the showiest uh, demonstration of sheer innovative directing skill. I went to I had the I went to the DGA symposium and it was so much fun and it was definitely Bong Joon Ho and Sam Mendes that were commanding the room in terms of having pushed into new arenas that were daring and brave and exciting. Yeah, that's interesting. At the Oscar nominees lunch, you always try to gauge the applause meter when they everyone gets up and gets their. Um, to stand on the podium to get their class photo and they name their name and the audience there, which is uh, a viper's members. nest of academy members. I always like to listen to the applause. Oddly enough, by far the biggest applause was Robert De Niro when he went up yeah. uh, and he's not nominated yeah. for best actor. That as could, the producer yeah. of The Irishman, yeah. as a major movie star and all the movie stars got applause, yeah. but also he didn't get nominated. So but they yeah, were being nice and, and the legacy was, man. Bong Joon-ho was definitely Bong, but, I would put Bong first. See, I, but, well, the De Niro thing went on. See, uh, my, you know. I, my theory for the Academy nominees luncheon is whoever gets the most applause, that's their consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't vote for you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Newman got good applause. 
Yeah, yeah. Right exactly. That's nice. and, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the consolation prize. Yeah, and and but so, Roger Deakins did too. He's going I mean, some he of the got ones a lot of yeah. who are gonna win yeah. got a lot yeah. of applause, like Roger Deakins and um, Ka uh, Kazuhiro, for example. But the of the last uh, seven guy. years, five times the Best Picture and Best Director races have split. Uh, yes, as Anne mentioned. Uh, 1917 has been on this guild uh, role with DGA and PGA. It also won the Golden Globe. But that sounds a lot like the track record of La La Land. And Moonlight ended up winning after not getting, not even SAG Ensemble. That was Hidden Figures that year. So there is some suspense here having to do with the preferential ballot and late-breaking momentum. And, and let's go back to your passion point. And there's so much passion for Parasite. There really is. The, the big problem for Parasite, which we've brought up before, is, is that the international category, it, it, everybody can give it that. And, and that's what they did with Roma. They gave him director and, and, and cinematography too. But, and they could give um, Bong Joon-ho screenplay, for example, or director. I mean, that's, that's a race still. Yeah. But um, the likelihood, they've never done it, and the likelihood they're gonna go all the way to Best Picture it's just Highly not been done. that that's going to change I want it to time. happen in many ways. I but, love this But movie. we see this it would over be a and great over story. in every award show. He's getting the yeah. biggest applause. Roma Bong Joon-ho is definitely it. the greatest campaigner this year. There's no question. <laughs> he's a charmer. They love him. And every award show, I say, oh, well, this, he's going to win here. And he doesn't. You know, uh, he doesn't win. And at the Oscars, it's particularly problematic because of what you just said. But they also, can vote for Best Picture by doing Best International. But see, I also think uh, Parasite could get a lot of number two votes. And, and yeah, people vote their too. passion for number one. And if like everybody puts Parasite as number two, could then be. they could win Best Picture. Yeah. So because again, I think for me, the comparisons with Roma are limited because I know a lot of people who admired Roma, but they didn't get excited about it's Roma. But the advantage of a box office hit. Yeah, yeah. People, people saw it in theaters too. Yeah, in people theaters, are excited Roma about, about Parasite. Roma had yeah. some problems because if people saw it in theaters, they loved it. But if they watched it on a screener Not so good. or on Netflix, um, they don't have the patience. You're watching it at home. You're getting distracted. The first 20 minutes is about somebody mopping the floor. <laughs> it's a problem. And you've got to stick with it. It's beautiful on a big screen. But you know, watching stuff at home is difficult. I actually think The Irishman, and I agree with everything you said, but The Irishman, if you see it on a screen and you're dedicated to so those three better. and a half yeah. hours, is an epic. And, and it, that's the way Scorsese made this film. But if you're watching it on a screen or you're watching it on Netflix, I've heard this over and over from Academy members. Oh, I'm, I just watched 40 minutes, so I'll get back to it again. You know, that is not the way uh, to watch a movie that's in contention for best picture. And those that are doing that, um, probably are not putting it number one or two. So Pete, your prediction is of, uh, right now would be uh, 1917 for both picture and director. That's what I am on in print because they made me do my <laughs> predictions for awards line. Go pick it up at your local newsstand. Um, I did that before the DGA awards. And so I had to make a shot and I with the thing that I will change all this, and do the online version closer to the Oscars. But I did pick 1917 at that point after PGA for director and for picture, yeah. And so right now, I think that's that's the safer bet. Based what on would persuade you to switch? Um, BAFTA hasn't been right on our best picture since Twelve Years a Slave. Yes, yeah, since years, they've been wrong. But I don't know. BAFTA will probably like nineteen seventy will likely the home win. advantage. Yeah, except it's really? up for best British film. This is like the international film thing. It's up for best British film and best film. 
will they vote for it twice? I think they will. Yeah. So if they do that, you're going to really see strength because there are a ton of members in England. It's about yeah. 300 or so overlap yeah. with our with the academy. So, um, yeah, I, you know, right now, I think that's the one. How do you deny, you know, just statistics, just looking at it, uh, PGA, DGA, Golden Globe came in there, too. So it seems like and it's late breaking, like Ann said, it helps to be late breaking. It's a top of mind. Yeah. Yeah. But Tim, the uh, passion, the, the, the roaring love from the heart is there all over this town for Parasite. Yeah, no, no I, I agree. Uh, and I, I've talked to a lot of people that are passionate about 1912 as well. 1912 I mean, was a great year, but that wasn't are, a movie. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm living in the past. Uh, yeah, 1917. But, but you know, I, again, I, as I said, I'm, I'm going on a limb with, with Irishmen. I, w I would love to see the tallies this year because I feel like in, in past years, it's like it's down to like two films. And, and this year, I, I think there's really four possibilities. And, uh, you know, I'm guessing it's close, but I, don't, I honestly don't you know. You and Pete both got Green Book right uh -huh. last year when most experts did not. What was your thinking last year? Oh, well, I just talked to Academy members. It was a passion vote without yeah. question. They were uh, actually angry about backlash that it was getting. Um, that actually worked um, in its favor, <laughs> oddly enough. Uh, because they saw the movie and they said, don't tell me this. I saw this movie. I know one uh, famous producer who said, I just still cry when I think about this one scene in the movie and, and, uh, and all of this stuff. And I just thought, well, there's a lot of strength in, in Green Book. And also, you got to remember, had won the Toronto People's Choice, had won the National Board of Review, had won the Golden Globe, and had won the PGA. We weren't going out on a limb, in my opinion, in picking that. We were believing the backlash. Right. But, but yeah. see, also, I mean, you know, what's confusing me this year, because when the year King's Speech won, because everybody was predicting social network, and I said, it's going to be King's Speech because that's, that's that. the movie that makes people cry. Right. Yeah. And that was the same thing with, with Green Book. It's yeah. like people admired uh, Roma. They admired the other ones, but they didn't cry at it. But this year, seriously, I, I, what is making people cry? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think Joe, Joe is in that yeah. realm. Yeah. And 1917, I, I, I think, I makes think it people does cry. upset yeah. people. Joe, Joe's an interesting one because it's the Green Book of this year. It, it doesn't have a directing nomination, but he was nominated for DGA. That's very much like uh, Pete Farrelly's uh, trajectory last year with Green Book. Uh, it has a screenplay. Uh, it's got film editing, which also Green Book had. And that's an important category for pundits to look at because rarely do you win without a film editing nomination. JoJo is a passion, but I was at the Costume Designers Awards um, uh, last night and uh, it won. And oh, that was Which a is surprise. A yeah, and it won the uh, big, I mean, they have three, but I mean, this was the only category that counted where the period where all these movies are sort of in it. And that was interesting. It really showed there is a vote definitely for JoJo, um, I think. I think what you can do is also take a movie like JoJo or Marriage Story, which are, are sort of not at the top of the best picture rankings, and figure out what category could they win, yeah. or, or Little Women. You know, so so it's Jojo versus Greta Gerwig and adapted screenplay. That's yeah. a race. It is. I Let's go there. Call. Let's go there. I, can't I, call I, that I actually in my print stuff picked um, Jojo. I did. I go back and forth, though, because yeah. she's been winning. Greta won adapted screenplay. And, and the she scripters. also has a certain factor because she got so much publicity for not getting nominated. She's for got director. a little Ben Affleck going on yeah. for her. <laughs> yeah, but it's been 12 years since a woman 
has won a writing award at the Oscar Matters. Names aren't on the big story about that this morning. Names aren't on the Oscar ballot. It's just the name of the movie in many cases, except when it's an actor. Um, but the names aren't on there. They know it's her, though. Yeah, in that I mean, case, you, you know, maybe they wish her well. She's a very uh, adept campaigner because, like Ben Affleck, she's a movie star. And, and very much the um, Greta Noah power couple, beloved, you know, people root for them. Tim, what do you say? Uh, about screenplay? Yeah, adapted screenplay. I mean, I, I'm kind of leaning toward Greta Gerwig because I think, I again, I think there's a lot of goodwill toward her. And she's, you know, I mean, even uh, she was kind of painted as a victim when she didn't get a uh, director's nomination. And she never accepted that victim role. She was just very positive about the film. And I, I think, and I think people like the film. It, it's, uh, you know, it's kind. Of, I mean, seriously, I'm one of those people that thought, really, do we need another version of Little Women? It's. I saw it because it's my job, but but I would never have gone otherwise. And I was totally won by it. So I think I think other people will. Be. I loved it too, but I just uh, have to confess, I just. I uh, dumped Little Women in my Gold Derby predictions just yesterday for JoJo because there's this this passion, this extraordinary love for it. And it could win there. You know, we'll see what happens. Interestingly enough, at w the Writers Guild, the problem with the Writers Guild, which I'm a member of, is they don't let you vote on certain films if they weren't made under yeah. the basic agreement. Quentin so so Quentin's out that. of it. Uh, a movie I would have voted for in a million years, you know, for anything was The Farewell, was not eligible this year. Um, but I do think JoJo, they go for quirky stuff sometimes. And um, I do think JoJo has a shot at the Writers Guild, and that could give it some momentum just as voting is taking place. Wait, who goes for quirky stuff? The Writers Guild the Writers or the Guild. Academy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now at Gold Derby, 16 out of our 25 experts say that Quentin will win the Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, Parasite's in second place. And Marriage Story is in third place, Anne. We're talking about original now? Original now, right. Yeah, that's a that's a tough category, too. I'm going to go with Tarantino on this one, uh, partly because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a hugely popular movie. I mean, people love it. I thought the recent campaign was very effective with yeah. Leo on the cover of The Hollywood Reporter in his swimming pool practicing his lines. Yeah, in the LA you know. Times, they had uh, Margot Robbie in front of the Bruin, and all it says is, because you love movies. Right. <laughs> and, and I um, think that people do respond to that and care about that and want to give it something. And poor Quentin, who has uh, won twice before in, in this screenplay, category yeah. and actually really um, wants to be recognized as the great director that he is, uh, he may have to settle for, for this one. I think so, too. Once Upon a Time And Brad Pitt, of course. Yeah, well, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, again, it's, it's in the game. But because it hasn't come through, even at the Costume Designers Awards, or where the I thought Directors Guild, or any of any any place except at the Golden Globes and Critics' Choice early on, but then it lost that momentum. But it could be in there. It could be in there as a vote, you know, up in the upper um, realm of one, two, or three. And so we'll see. But I do agree with Anne. Screenplay original. Yes. What's your prediction, uh, Tim? Original screenplay is it Quentin, Parasite, or Marriage Story? Uh, I think it's between Parasite and, and, and Marriage Story. I have a lot of problems with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so I, I can't be objective here. But um, <laughs> I'm guessing, I, I'm, and this is a guess, I'm guessing Marriage Story. So what do you think, people watching this video and listening to the podcast version, we've had more than 60,000 people predict the Oscars in the last couple of years. And you know what? Nobody has ever scored 100%. Can you do it? Go to Gold Derby and make your predictions now.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.